Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast, season six, episode one. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Thank you so much for tuning in. Tonight is January 7th, 2020. Coming at you straight from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel. Happy New Year. Uh, It's going pretty well. Um, I would like to welcome back all of our loyal listeners. I know it couldn't have been easy going a few weeks without us there. Uh, But, you know, we need to take some time off. Um, Because, and this is my hot take for the first episode of the new year and the new season, people, is that This season, season six, is the season where Dump on the Ump gets wicked famous. Huge. Like, we are going to start making money this year. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Quitting our day jobs. Yeah. (laughs) You ever watch this TV show called Metalocalypse, where this metal band is, like, so famous that they're more powerful than, like, any world government? No, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's an old Adult Swim show. Anyway, we're going to be that famous. Okay. like that kind of famous. I am super excited about this. I think that was your hot take for the first episode last year. I think it's been my hot take for the first episode (laughs) for a number of years. But this year, this is the year. This is the year. 2020. Year of Dump on the Yub. Right. Hell Unlike yes. when Jesse says every year that this is the year the, the Mariners are going to be good. <laughs> right. No, he's wrong. I'm like, because that's never true, but this right. is true. Yeah. Right. <laughs> totally. All right. Uh, coming at you from Champagne. my name is Joel. My hot take for tonight, while watching the NFL playoffs this year, I realized one thing. That Mike the Weatherman Trout has been to more Philadelphia Eagle playoff games than Los Angeles Angel playoff games. Oh, damn. Right? And right. that's just the way he likes it. That's how he likes it, yeah. <laughs> he would love it if the Angels made the playoffs if he could watch from the stands. Right, which is basically what he did in the Angels playoff games that he did play in. There you go. Which was what, 1998? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Trout was born in 98, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And he was the right field for the Angels that same year. <laughs> yep. Baby Mike Trout. Like Baby Yoda. There you go. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is ostensibly a baseball podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure that you check us out on all your social media applications, including SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. If you do listen to us on iTunes, give us a rating, a review, um, and subscribe. 
thank you for all of our local, uh, loyal listeners from season five, which was our best season yet, Sam. Right. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, top towns for the year is what I'm looking at right now. Um, number five, Bend, Oregon. Hi, Mom and Dad. Number four, New York City. Number three, Chicago. Number two, Champaign. You want to guess what the number one town is? Uh, Providence, Rhode Island. Providence, Rhode Island. Hell right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I don't listen to the podcast. Right. So none of, those, none of those New York City ones are me. Yeah. No, you just go along and make cassette tapes of the podcast and smuggle it into people's knapsacks. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like downtown trying to sell my CDs. <laughs> it's like nobody has a CD player anymore. Like, why are you trying to sell me your mixtape? <laughs> Get your CDs here. Yeah. They're like, it's a CD of a podcast. Can I just go on the podcasts on my phone? No. Here's a CD. No, this is a CD only podcast. <laughs> We're making it big this year, baby. Going retro. <laughs> that would be 1995, please. Yeah. All right. Well, should we just jump right into it? Let's jump right into it. All right. Oh, actually, you know what? I, this is a funny story I got to tell you about listeners yeah. in New York. I got a text from my buddy the other day who... You know, it's not like we're not in touch, but it was a kind of an out of the blue text, you know? Uh-huh. Um, well, no, that's not true, actually. We'd been texting the week before. So anyway, I just get this text and all it says is a proper cup of coffee from a proper copper coffee pot. <laughs> <laughs> was that episode of ours where we were doing the vocal warm ups? Yeah, we need to do one of those again. I'm yeah. so bad at them, though. Right. I think I need to work on my D's and my T's. Yeah, D's and T's. It's all about the D and the T. It's all about the D and the T. Um, all right. Okay. So, so It's been a couple of weeks, but now we're back. And so let's hit. A couple of weeks. Now we're back. We're going to jump right into some headlines. Yeah. Uh, we're going to breeze through it like we've been practicing. Like we've right. been, never missed a beat. That's how it's going to go. I'm ready. The NFL playoffs was where we're going to start. The Patriots are at. A week after losing at home to the lowly Dolphins of Miami and slipping out of the first round bye, the New England Patriots fell to a scrappy Titan squad that seemed to have all the answers, especially in the second half. Immediately following the game, the annual Is Tom Brady Done speculation began. People really want this guy to retire. Anyway, I think the worst fucking absolute worst thing about the NFL is the fact that despite only having 17 week seasons, major sports media outlets like insist on like ramming the NFL down our throat year round. Right. And that just leads to just a ton of shitty talking heads speculating about some bullshit. So rather than do that, the question I have for you about Tom Brady is do you think that Tom Brady and his family should start a reality TV show called The Brady Bunch, but just act like they've never heard of the old TV show of the same name. Yes. Yes. I think this is one of the greatest ideas ever. I think Tom Brady should retire 
from the National Football League and move his family to, like, the suburbs of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. What's every town in Ohio? You know what I'm talking about? Is that where the Brady Bunch takes place? Some, the most Midwest American town you can think of. And Tom okay. Brady and what's his wife's name? Giselle? Giselle. Yeah. And how many kids do they have? I think they have three kids, and he has another kid from a previous marriage. Great. Or relationship. So they need to move in, and it's all about Tom Brady driving around his Chevy minivan, taking his kids to soccer practice, wearing right. high socks with sandals. Right, yeah. I would love that show. He's just, like, making embarrassing jokes, and his kids are like, oh, dad. Dad. Yeah, and there's a laugh track. Yeah. But the laugh track right. makes... It's actually not even a reality show. It's just a really bad sitcom. Yes. <laughs> Starring Tom Brady. How come other shows have not... How come other athletes haven't done that? after they retired, go, go into sitcoms? You know, I don't know. You know who would be a great cameo on these shows? Uh, O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Like that's their neighbor? Yeah. The goofy, <laughs> the wacky neighbor who comes over and needs to borrow right. kitchen knives all the time. Right, the wacky neighbor who comes over and everyone's afraid he's going to murder them. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I think that would be great. That would be a good show. Yeah, I think it's time for Tom Brady to get out of the NFL. I don't think he's actually going to. What do you think is going to happen? I'm not going to speculate. I think that's oh. fucking bullshit. Okay, yeah. Well, I totally agree with you about the making the NFL year-long and how terrible that is. Because they're already talking about the draft, and that is my least favorite quote-unquote sports event of the year, the NFL. Really? Yeah. I think that the thing that is the stupidest of the year is what college high school athletes have pledged to go to, because that's become yeah. a thing. Now. Yeah, that's become a thing. Well, I, I, I get sucked into that, because and we can talk about this when we get to college football, because I'll catch myself on those, you know, message boards from time to time. But it's, right. the, it's the same thing, except the players don't get paid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon we'll... Right. We'll You're start. just, like, drooling over, like, muscly children. Soon we'll start evaluating what high school's eighth-grade football players are going to. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like, <laughs> see this kid coming out of East Bakerfield Kindergarten? <laughs> <laughs> He's five years old, 6'3", 220. <laughs> he, can, he can run a 3'9", 40-yard pass. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I actually would get it. I could get into that. There was, like, some, like, like serious speculations. Like, which elementary school is this kid going to go to? Right. <laughs> That oh, Pee Wee no. soccer team is going to be the team to look out for next year. Oh, we need to incorporate this into a dystopian steampunk novel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. So, well, you know, uh, uh, Barcelona signed Messi when he was 11 years old. Yeah. That's they, a good like, point. basically bought him. 
So do you think it's just how can you tell? I mean, I guess he is maybe the greatest soccer player of at least his generation. Yeah. I mean, can you... Whichever pedophile signed him. Exactly. He is, that guy is feeling good about himself. Give that guy a raise. (laughs) Give that fucking petter ass a raise. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, do we want to... This is prime support our new season six viewers. This is what this podcast is about. High quality, high quality analysis. Moving on. Wait, do we want to talk about the games at all? No. What games? Oh, the NFL playoff games. I didn't watch any of them. Okay. Um, I mean, they weren't interesting. Tennessee beat New England. Buffalo blew a big lead at Houston and lost in overtime in classic. That was kind of of sad. Classic Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Right there. Sorry, Jesse. I was, I was pulling for them this year. Yeah. 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 Mostly because of the there is only one New York team comment after like game two, you know? Right. We are big on the Bills are the only New York NFL team. The Giants and the Jets right. are both from New Jersey. It's not we're not even big on it. It's just a fact. The truth. It's yeah. like an indisputable fact. Yeah, <laughs> that nobody but us recognizes. Right. It, it, there's, like, no reason even to talk about it, but, like, <laughs> there's one team that plays in New York. It's the Buffalo Bills. The <laughs> New York Giants and the New York Jets are actually from New Jersey. They're yeah. New Jersey teams. Um, so the Bills are out. The Patriots are out. Uh, the Seahawks won at Philadelphia. <laughs> Right. And then the Minnesota Vikings won at New Orleans. So three out of four, uh, in three out of four wildcard games, the the underdog, the road team won. Right. Although I would have, uh, I would have put. I think well, Seattle was favored. I would I would have put Seattle ahead. Yeah. And I would have put the Vikings and the Saints at fifty fifty. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, and it, yeah. like if they were playing in, in Minnesota, I'd give favor to the Vikings. Yeah, I would agree with that. Definitely. Uh, that sets up uh, the divisional games next week. I just have to highlight we've got the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Houston Texans featuring Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Two quarterbacks that the Chicago Bears passed on in order to draft their quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky. Right. Well, they just wanted a Pol- Polish guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> Chicago. Like, you know, right. they just, they have to. They have to have yeah. a Polish quarterback. Like, he doesn't have to be good. No. But he has to be Polish. It's better if he's perfectly mediocre. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ideally, he's like, inoffensive and not very effective on the football field. Maybe he has a little like dad beer gut belly. Right. Yeah, a little sausage gut. A little sausage gut. Yeah. Classic Chicago. Yeah. Um, uh, Whose bandwagon are you getting on? Anyone's? Uh, Texans, maybe? Yeah. Um, I really, I think I like Deshaun Watson. I think that yeah. he's a fun young quarterback to watch. Um, 
I don't know if they'll be able to go into Arrowhead and win, but if they were to do that, I think that would be like the game of the playoffs, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be exciting. Yeah. Is Titans at Ravens, and I'm not a Baltimore Ravens fan, but I think I am a Lamar Jackson fan. Yeah, well, I, you know, he won me my fantasy football right. this year, so it's hard for me not to like him. Right. <laughs> not to mention, I want, I only watched one game where he played this year, but he's something else. Man. It's amazing. Like, right? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of unfair. It's like having a, an extra player on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty amazing. All right. Well, I, whatever happens will happen. We'll keep you guys updated. Neither of us are actually big NFL fans. Right. But uh, I succeeded pretty well this year in not paying attention. Which right. has like been my goal for about five years, so I'm like I'm getting there. Good congratulations! Thanks. I'm just and you still to like wean myself off the NFL. Well, and I think here's the point: you still won our fantasy football league, right? Without really paying attention to the NFL. Well, but it's, it's easy fantasy sports. Like you don't have to pay attention to right. the games to like win fantasy sports it's all it's all a numbers game you know right. and right. like also like fantasy football it's like i drafted first and i won and like i feel like that's just the way that it shakes out you know what i mean <laughs> yeah all right okay moving on to baseball my team the chicago white Sox, are doing it after years of talking about the rebuild, the White Sox have finally put their money where their mouths are and have proven to be the talk of the town and the league this offseason. After signing catcher Yasmani Grandal, four years, $73 million, Chicago was also able to land ace free agent Dallas Keuchel from the Atlanta Braves for three years and $55 million. D.H. Edwin Encarnacion was with the Yankees. The Parrot Man for one year, $12 million. They've also traded for outfielder Nomar Mazzara and agreed to a long-term contract with the minor league slugger Luis Robert for six years and $50 million. The South side is psyched right now. So, Sam, my question to you is, on a scale of 1 to 10, how disappointed will I be come this next September? Well, Joe, I think it's going to be about a five, because I would say that if I pegged you as the type of person who saw all these moves and were like, the White Sox are going to win the World Series this year, I would say you're going to be like a 10. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) But I know that you're only like internally saying that. Like, yeah, (laughs) you don't want to let yourself believe it, despite the fact that it's like in the back of your mind right now. Yeah. Um, but I think that the, I think that the White Sox are going to have a good season. I think they're going to make the playoffs, possibly win the division. Although I feel like the Twins are better than they were last year. So Yeah. The big thing is that Cleveland is kind of dismantling themselves. Right. So there, there will be an opportunity there. Right. Um, I think that the White Sox, like if, I was a general manager. I probably would like have targeted Yasmani Grandal and Dallas Keuchel as my two free agents that I was going after this year. 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because, I mean, it's so hard to get production out of the, you know, catcher's position. And yes, right. Monty Rathal, while not maybe a great hitter for average, crushes home runs. And that's what we need. Right. And, you know, Garrett Cole's not going to be worth $324 million. Like, there's just no way for nine years at 30 years old he's going to be worth that kind of money. But I think that, you know, you'll probably get but just, but he, he signed with the Yankees for that. Right. He signed yeah. for the Yankees for that. But I think that you'll get $55 million worth of value out of Dallas Keuchel over the next three years. Right. I mean, that guy's, like, consistently pretty healthy and very, you know, if he's not the best pitcher in the league, he's, like, a top-tier pitcher very consistently. Right. If we're lucky, he could be our number two starter if Giolito, Lucas Giolito, who finished sixth in the Cy Young voting last year, continues right. to play well. Which he's is because he's young. Yeah, he's very young. And we got a bunch of young guys, right? This is adding to the young core of Anderson, Moncada, and Eloy Jimenez that started really well last year. I saw some guy, I will see if I can find his Twitter handle in a minute. He was comparing um, on base percentages from the 2019 White Sox to the 2020 White Sox. And they went, they're going to go from last year, they were 14th out of 15 teams in the American League and on base percentage as a team. And uh-huh. if his projections are correct, obviously, whatever those projections are matters a lot, they would be second in the AL in on base percentage. Right. Because basically, last year they had four really good offensive players. Anderson, Moncada, Jimenez, and Jose Abreu, and everybody else was absolutely terrible. Right. Like, like Jimenez or, was, like, not great. Right. Well, he, he was pretty good offensively. He hit a lot of home runs. He's not been a good um, outfielder yet, which is right. some people... Well, also, like, he didn't do that great on offense last year, right? How many home runs did he have? 20? Uh, something like that, 25 maybe. 25. Yeah, and it, he was real streaky. Yeah. Pretty low in this day and age, you know yeah. what I mean? And he was not like a rookie of the year finalist. Right. Well, he also was hurt for a good chunk of the year. He was, yes. Yeah, right. a lot of this, anyway, assuming I, that all the young guys are going to keep getting better. Right. Yeah. I like what the White Sox do. And it seems like they're the only ones who are doing it that are signing rookies and minor leaguers to like actual contracts. Right. Um, you know, not waiting for arbitration to come around and like getting some money to, because they did that with Eloy last year and they're doing it with this new guy this year. I think that's cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about that too. So we'll see. I mean, yeah. yeah. It makes sense because what this guy, what they sign him for six the, years, like nine million a year or something, a little more. Yeah. Um, a little less. A little less, I mean. Um, and like, you know, Mookie Betts, who is in his final year of arbitration this year, is going to make like $30 million. So 
you sign these kids to these contract extensions and you can avoid that, you know, you sign him all the way through his arbitration period and then you don't have to pay him $30 million if he does really well, you know? Right. Yeah, and that's the key. I yeah. found the Twitter handle, it's Tyler, at LegionRat14, and he said, mostly they, the White Sox, only had five dudes above league average last year. Moncada, Anderson, Abreu, Eloy, and James McCann. For on-base percentage? For... It's not on base percentage. Okay. It is Anderson's on base percentage was terrible. Right, because he never walks. He right. <laughs> he <walks. laughs> that guy. That guy could be amazing if he could learn to take a pitch. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking at the stats. Um, Yasmani Grandal had seven times as many walks as Tim Anderson last year. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So, um, he calls it basis per opportunity. Well, so Grandall, I think that both Grandall and Dallas Keuchel will really, what's the word, temper your pitching staff. Yes. Because you got, got, like, a catcher who has caught for... Uh, you know, the Dodgers for uh, Clayton Kershaw. Yep. He's caught for some like he's caught for like you Darvish. He's caught for like some really really good pitchers. Like he's, he knows his shit, you know. Josh Hader, so he knows what a right. racist pitcher is like. Right, he knows how to handle the racists, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um and and then also you know Dallas Keuchel, who's won a World Series. He's yeah. won the Cy Young Award. He's like, you know, if you have a young team, like, these are the guys that you want. These, like, stars that aren't quite superstars. You know right. what I mean? The Crash Davis. Ronnie right. Glendall is going to be on Crash Davis. Right. And, yeah. like, so I think that, I, I mean, I think that the White Sox are making the right moves. And I think that, you know, you've got a good couple of years to look forward to for sure so i don't think that you'll be that disappointed in september i okay. do not think the white Sox are going to win the world series this no year. so i do not think do so the right. little voice in the back of your head right shut the fuck up you're <laughs> only going to disappoint joe so i better numb that little voice with whiskey as quickly as i can yeah exactly early yeah. and often yes all right back to football oh yeah this is me, Joel. Yes. College football. I'm Sam, I'm just saying college football question. This is the first episode of the year, and this is as happy as I am going to be all year long. Yeah, Joel is literally shaking with happiness right now. You can't see him, but he is like shaking. <coughs> the Ducks won the Rose Bowl. Woo! Probably the most famous of all the college bowl games. The Rose Bowl is played on the first of every year. This is like a little historical backstory on the Rose Bowl. So it's played every year on on January 1st, New Year's Day. Uh, fun fact, it was named the Rose Bowl after the original matriarch of college football, Rose Porcellio, who died on the toilet on New Year's Day. Anyway. Oregon, I don't think that's true. Uh, Oregon, don't even worry about it. Joe. Okay. Don't bother fact-checking it. 
Her name was Rose Porcellio. She started college football. She was a two hundred on the toilet on New Year's six Day. Five <laughs> Italian women. Right. And that's why it's called the Rose Bowl, because Rose gotcha. died on the toilet. So it's like that's the beginning of bowl games. So anyway, just so you know. Gotcha. Um Anyway, Oregon beat Wisconsin. It was Ducks v. Badgers in a very, like, cartoony, unrealistic <laughs> flip-flop of, like, food chain rolls. The Ducks beat the Badgers in a 28-27 to nail-biter. really came down to the wire, right? It was, it was exciting. a last-second field goal, or? No, no. I, I'll give you the play-by-play. Oh, keep, God, keep I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> anyway. Now there's just one more college football game left in the season. Thank God. Uh, and it's the college football national final between the Clemson Purple Bears. What are they? Be- Purple Bears? The Clemson Tigers and the LSU. Also Tig- Tigers? Also the Tigers. <laughs> and they're both purple, right? It's like the Purple yeah, Tigers purple, versus the Purple and Orange tigers. tigers versus the Purple Yellow Tigers. Yes. Right, yeah. Purple and Yellow versus Purple and Orange. They're both the Tigers. Yeah. It's going to be confusing. <clears throat> anyway, so the question is, which quarterback in this Clemson v. LSU championship game is less likable? All right. I don't know. You've got an opinion on this. I yeah. am torn. Because you've got Joe Burrow for the LSU Tigers and Trevor right. Lawrence for the Clemson Tigers. Now, they're both right. very white. I'm going to just throw that out there. They're both really right. white guys. Well, the other one, the one guy might be a little green. <laughs> right. <laughs> like Joe Burrow, he's just a boy from, the, from Ohio. Who right, but somehow- he hasn't. Burrow is spelled weird. Like, like oh, he did that as a gimmick. Oh, because he's playing in, in because Louisiana. He's playing in Louisiana. Uh, okay, Instantly okay. won all the fans' hearts when he came out in the final game with E A U X instead of yeah. the regular way. Yeah. No, he knows his shit. Yeah. But you've got strong opinions on Trevor Lawrence and his golden his golden locks, right? Well, I don't really have a problem with the locks. I just, like, that guy scares me. Like, I look at that guy, and I'm like, this is a lizard person who's not even trying really too hard to disguise the fact that he's a lizard person. He's like, got He's got dead-ass eyes. He's got, like, a weird sort of, like, angled lizard eight. face. You know what yeah. I mean? He, like, yeah. eats bugs with his tongue, like, catches them straight out of the air and sucks them into his mouth. During the game. During games, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely a reptilian. The other showdown I'm excited about is between the two coaches because the two coaches are definitely going to try to out-Southern each other. Oh, okay. They're both got, like, a good, they're both good old boys from the South, and they're both really big into feeding the image that they're just a couple of good old boys from the South. Right. I think they're going to get really pissed at each other during the media days when they try to just out good old boy each other like right. on, the, on the, what's it called? Not the pulpit. You know, when they're, the they make the podium. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay, so which one is the first one who's going to like put on clan robes, do you think? I'm going with uh, Clemson's uh, coach, um, 
old Dabo Sweeney because he's this guy who comes off super like genteel. I'm nobody. We're the underdogs, even though they're number one and 13 and 0. But, you know, started number one. They haven't lost a game in over two years. They won the championship last year. And his whole thing is nobody believes in us. And as yeah. soon as it was just bullshit, right? Well, kind of. But how do you go undefeated for more than two years? Like, win <laughs> the championship last year, you don't lose a single game for the entire season, and you're not the num- and you're the number three seed. Like, how does that happen? Because they're in the ACC, and they're the only good team in the ACC. Like if you win the, the national championship and then you don't lose another single game leading up to the next national right. championship, then you should be the number one seed. Uh, right. I mean, I can't explain. I mean, LSU had to beat Alabama and they had to beat Georgia and Auburn also. And Clemson had to beat Virginia Tech. Maybe. Virginia. Okay. Anyway, well, that's whatever. Anyway, I, I'm just I, saying like that's a. I don't feel like his point is invalid. I feel like that's some right. disrespect. That is some disrespect. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I see that point. Um, I think it'll be a good game. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it because it's on a Monday night and I've got work the next morning, which I always hate about these games, right? Because ESPN puts them on the um, Monday night slot just bef- between you know during the NFL playoffs. So right. I'll probably watch the first half and then decide if I need to watch the rest of the game or not. Right. Um, but hey, the the Ducks won the the Rose Bowl. That's all I fucking care about right now. Right. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was a great lady dead on the toilet. That's all you got to think about. When all I'm gonna say. Wisconsin had like three times as many yards as Oregon in that game and still okay. lost the game because they kept turning the ball over. Oregon's defense was really the heroes of that game. Uh, super exciting. Go Ducks. Woo! Go Ducks. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, anything we forgot to mention? I don't think so. No. no. Uh, if I had to pick, I think I'd go with Clemson over LSU by like a field goal. Let's go. Clemson 34, LSU 31. Okay. I'm going to go LSU 48, Clemson 23. Oh, like a whooping. That'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah. I watched the LSU game. Like that, that team is fucking good. Yeah. Like they're probably better than the, than the Bengals this year. The Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Who are also named after a kind of tiger. Right, they're also tigers. <laughs> Stop naming teams after tigers. We're done. All right. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This has been uh, Season 6, Episode 1 of the Dub on the Up podcast. Sam, I think, is going to the bathroom really quickly. He was jumping around there for a while. So now is a good time to log off. But man, now that he's gone, you should have watched that Rose Bowl. It was so fucking good. Justin Herbert ran for three touchdowns. The Ducks had a blocked punt. 
for another touchdown. The defense caused four turnovers, stopped Wisconsin on, like, two key drives, forcing field goals. Oh, great game. Great game. Go Ducks. I'm so happy. Be sure to listen to us on Apple iTunes. You can also find us on Spotify, soundcloud.com slash umpenhemp. We've got a Facebook page that I always say I'm going to update, but I never do. And you can also check us out, wordpress.com. Uh, uh, for Sam, my name is Joel. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Do you think they'll be able to have sports in Australia next year? Or like why? Is that what started the fires there? Yeah, because like all the infrastructure might be destroyed. I guess bushfires. But right. still. That might cause some troubles. Like the rugby team might have a tough go of it. Right, everyone just has like smoke inhalation damage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sad.